0: Hey, welcome to the Fantasy Football Genius Podcast, where winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Stay tuned if you want to crush your fantasy football league. Happy Monday to everybody out there. Hopefully you guys had a fantastic weekend. It was a Thanksgiving weekend. Three games on Thursday. A full slate on Sunday. We got the Monday night football game. We are breaking down, getting ready for the uh, playoffs here in a couple weeks. Hopefully, you're like me and the playoffs start in week 14. That way, you're not looking at a final week 17 Super Bowl. Um, don't like to have some of your players sit out for that final week. My Super Bowls are on week 16 with the playoffs starting in week 14. That means we have just over a week left until those pl- uh, playoffs start. How can we help you? Before we look into week 13, we got to finish week. Week 12, we got a little uh, tidying up to do, talk about some injuries, talk about the game tonight, talk about what's going to happen over on DraftKings and FanDuel for that single-game slate, life-changing money up top. And if you've been playing over there and you've been listening to the podcast, we try to find different ways to be in contrarian, trying to find different ways that we can take home that top prize. You're likely going to share it with a lot of people. But if we can find a different way to be contrarian, I got a nice little way tonight over on Fandle to be contrarian. And for that little nugget, we'll talk about that a little later but let's go on ahead and tidy up Week 12. Before we look at Week 12's um, uh, closing game, the Tennessee Titans and the Houston Texans, let's talk about the inactives and the players that left this past week, Week 12. That's right, the season continues to move along. Playoffs are upcoming here. They're getting closer and closer. Let's talk about the injuries that occurred in Week 12. Every week we talk about Monday Morning Water Cooler. It's an article we put out. talks about injuries that occurred this past weekend. talks about waiver wire pickups for your season-long leagues, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends. We also talk about uh, wa- uh, waiver wire options for quarter- uh, quarterbacks and defenses, streaming options the pick for both those positions. And if you listen to me before the season started, I'm not one to take an Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady or an elite defense. I'm not going to spend a higher pick on those. I'm going to look at taking my quarterbacks in the middle rounds, uh, maybe a little bit before the middle rounds, but I'm not going to take a high pick on an Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. I'm going to look at those second-tier players, even waiver wire options for my quarterback systems because you're not looking if, if you're not going to get a Rodgers or a Brady which I'm not going to spend a high, that high of a pick for so I'm not going to get him anyways, the difference between quarterbacks are not that big on a weekly basis unless you uh, hit on Patrick Mahomes late in the draft which congratulations if you did. I got him in one of my leagues didn't get him in a lot of my leagues but if you did hit on Mahomes, you got the best quarterback late in the rounds. That's kind of one of the reasons why I don't take a, an elite quarterback early anyways because you, the, the points just aren't that big of a difference if you get a Away from those elite quarterbacks and as for defenses going into the season we saw the Rams and the Jaguars as the top two defenses in the league both defenses have been very um, iffy this season sure the Rams have put up some big numbers here and there but in a the whole they've been giving up points and yards and bunches and I'm just not looking to to spend a high pick a middle round pick or even a, uh, uh, a 12th 13th round pick I'm not looking to do that on a defense I'm looking at waiting until Um, My final two picks to take my kicker and my defense, that's what I'm going to do. That's the system I've been doing since I've been playing fantasy football. It's worked for me in the past. It's going to continue working for me, and hopefully you guys continue to do the same. Inactive this past weekend, um, in two quarterback leagues, you likely were looking at Joe Flacco, Sam Darnold, Mitchell Trubisky, Alex Smith. As we know, last last week we saw Alex Smith go down with an ankle injury. Still hope he's doing well in his recovery. Still hope he can return from that angle injury as he's done for the season. But you're looking at those kind of players as a, uh, to help you in the two-quarterback league. And if you're in a one-quarterback league, you're likely looking at Trubisky as a player to have. Those kind of players were out, some big-name quarterbacks out this week. And with Joe Flacco, you're likely not going to see him again. Now it looks like Lamar Jackson is the guy there. They're um, moving forward. They're likely going to work with Lamar Jackson. And Joe Flacco's likely played, maybe played his last game as a Baltimore Raven. At running back, saw plenty of names go down. Plenty, uh, a few, likely um, more um, deaf players at running backs that were out this year, this week. Saw so Alex Collins, Ronald Jones, Chris Thompson, Carrion Johnson, Darren Sproles, just a few names not suit up in Week 12. Only, only name there that really st- stands out to me is Kerryon Johnson. He, I think he's a player that can, moving forward, in this, um, as you look forward to your playoffs, if, you, if you're lucky enough to be one of the playoff teams and you have on Johnson, he is a player that could possibly help you reach and win your Super Bowl in that offense there in Detroit. At wide receiver, as always, plenty of big name players gone this week. Um, not suited up. We, the biggest name being AJ Green. Sounds like he's getting closer and closer to that with that toe injury and getting back on the field. But we'll talk about a little later uh, of why to be a little iffy on AJ Green moving forward. If you're an AJ Green owner, we'll talk a little bit more about that down the down the road. Some other big name play, players that sat out. Um, as inactive for week 12, Devin Funches, Randall Cobb, Martavis Bryant, Marquise Goodwin, Marvin Jones. Sounds like Marvin Jones is actually done for the season. Um, if you're on Marvin Jones, I likely am not, not going to look for the backup there in Detroit. I just don't like that offense outside of on Johnson, outside of um, the other stud receiver there. I'm not looking to anybody there on the, in that offense um, as a Detroit Lions. I just think the Lions offense is not good, and I don't want to have any kind of pieces of it except outside of those two pieces. With Rob Gronkowski back, we likely we, we didn't see any big-name players from the tight end position. None of the names that were set, sat out. The Charles Clays, the Dwayne Allens, the Jeff Swames, no names there. Sit out. Stand out to me that you're looking at um, helping your team in fantasy football. If you, if they are, you're hurting at tight end and you need help at tight end. Hopefully that's not you. Um, we saw some big-name players go down this week. Some big names, um, the biggest biggest names of all of them being Melvin Gordon, he would suffer a blow. Uh, the, the, the Chargers often suffered a major blow as they lost Gordon to a it sounds, looks like an MCL injury. Sounds like he's going to miss multiple weeks if you own Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler is still available. I doubt, highly doubt he's probably available in all leagues. Um, there's some leagues out there that he's probably available. But if he is available in your league, definitely jump out there and pick up Austin Eckler. Um, the reason why I don't think he's probably available in many leagues is because he still had an impact on the offense, even with Gordon in the lineup. <coughs> Excuse me. We also saw Andy Dalton go down with an um uh, an injury, a thumb injury. X-rays did come back negative, and that's what I'm talking about with AJ Green. With the uncertainty of Andy Dalton, I think that whole offense there in Cincinnati, and especially not looking to move forward, um, likely going into playoffs. They're not they're not going anywhere in the offense. How much are they going to push Andy Dalton to get back on the field? That's going to have an impact for AJ Green if he's back. It's going to have an impact for Joe Mixon. It's also going to have an impact for Tyler Boyd. Three key pieces that a lot of a lot of fantasy owners likely were looking at, hopefully um, having in their rosters to help them win Super Bowls. Without Andy Dalton back there, I think it takes a hit to the offense there in Cincinnati. So we want to keep an eye on Andy Dalton, which is going to affect um, multiple pieces there in that offense. We also saw Evan Ingram suffer a hamstring injury during the warm-ups. He did not suit up. And with it being a hamstring injury, there's a very likely scenario that he doesn't suit up. And if he does suit up, there's a chance he re-injures that hamstring over and over again. Look what happened with Leonard Fournette. If you are a Fournette owner, hopefully you're still uh, in the hunt for the playoffs. But likely, um, just like me in one of my leagues where I have Fournette, I'm sitting looking at the playoffs I'm from the outside, from the outside in wondering what could have been with Leonard Fournette playing the way he is now. Um, that's what we have to worry about with Evan Ingram with the hamstring injury. We also saw Kenyon Drake, Kenyon Drake suffer a shoulder injury. He's likely going to be con- considered questionable this upcoming week. He did not return in, week, in, in the Week 12 matchup against the Indianapolis Colts. We also, Speaking of the Colts, we also saw Marlon Mack, a player that a lot of people thought would have a positive game plan. Likely having a big game against the Miami Dolphins defense that are likely going to look at trying to stop Andrew Luck. What looked to be a positive game for Marlon Mack turned into a disaster of a game as he did not do much in the game itself, and then he would suffer a concussion and he would not return. Now he has to clear the NFL's concussion protocol, which is not always the easiest thing to do. If you're a Mack owner, you definitely want to keep an eye on Mack moving forward with that concussion. And as always, in the Monday Morning Water Cooler, we talk about um, waiver-wire options to pick up. And, again, this is a $5 article, um, $5 a week, $29.99 for an entire season. It gives you this article. It gives you uh, DFS pickups for cash games, GPPs, um, plenty of different uh, nice news nuggets that we put out there for both DFS and season-long. A few options that I'm looking at at running back. We talked about Austin Eckler earlier. Um, a popular pickup last week um, heading into the Week 12 matchups was Gus Edwards of the Baltimore Ravens. Another, another nice game for Edwards. Um, in that backfield, both Edwards and Lamar Jackson seem to have a nice connection between the two of them. Edwards is one of the main targets I'm looking at picking up, and my number one option to pick up in, in season long is Josh Adams of the Philadelphia Eagles. He got the start yesterday, looked good, has been looking good, and the Eagles have said that you need to get him, him the ball more and more. I think Adams is your number one priority um, pickup moving forward in, for Week 13. At wide receiver, <clears throat> a couple names I'm looking at. With the Rams having a bye this past week, maybe Josh Josh Reynolds uh, made it past and didn't get picked up in your league. He's definitely a player that I'm looking at picking up in the Rams offense. That offense is, um, is uh, electric. That offense is on fire. Any part of that offense, I want a piece of it, and you can possibly get Josh Reynolds the number three wide receiver option um, likely number four option overall, but still in that Rams offense, um, anybody and everybody can catch balls, even the tight ends as we saw last week. I'm also looking at um, David Moore for Seattle. Um, he had a nice game yesterday. He's had a couple nice games this season. David Moore is a nice pickup in your season-long leagues, especially in PPR leagues. couple different options for tight end with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Cameron Cameron Brait with OJ Howard injury, I think Braid is a nice pickup, especially with his chemistry that he has with Jameis Winston. If you're looking to stream a def, uh, stream an offense, I'm sorry, stream a quarterback this week, um, we talked about Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson is a nice nice uh, streaming off option against the Atlanta Falcons. Yes, we haven't seen him do much with his arm. We didn't see him do plenty with his leg, but I think a game at Atlanta, it's gonna game that maybe the Baltimore Ravens are gonna have to throw the ball more more often we can see what he can do with his arm we know what he can do with his leg he's a player that can possibly help you with both his leg and his arm legs and his arm sorry he has two of them <laughs> um we also have uh marcus Mariota against the jets we see marcus Mariota tonight we'll we'll, we'll likely see a nice game against a pretty decent defense in the houston texans next week he plays a very iffy defense in the jets i think Mariota is a nice pick nice option for a waiver uh, for a streaming option next week in week 13. If you're looking to stream a defense, my number one priority is to getting the Denver Broncos. They still are a legit defense. They still have stars on that defense. Yes, they're not as good as they have in years past, but a game against Cincinnati Bengals, I think they have a shot at being the number one defense this week. And that I think multiple turnovers and many, many sacks are in the play for the Broncos' defense in Week 13. Another option we're looking at is the Green Bay Packers against the Arizona Cardinals. As we've seen this year, the Arizona Cardinals are very... Sack, sack prone and very turnover prone, I think Green Bay can get a little bit going and hopefully maybe take a little bit out of what's been going on recently out on the Arizona Cardinals offense. If you need to roster space and you need to drop somebody, once again, when I tell you to drop someone, those doesn't mean you have to guarantee to drop them. It's just a player that I would feel comfortable dropping if you need to roster space. Look at Derrick Henry, Deion Lewis, Chris Carson, Kenyon Drake, Jordan Howard, just a few names I'm looking at possibly dropping if I need to roster space. Again, I have a list on the website under the Monday Monday morning water cooler $5 for the $5 a week, 29.99 for the entire season, gives you that and more for your season-long and DFS needs over on www.fantasyfootballgenius.com where winning isn't everything, it's the genius thing. And as we talked about DraftKings and FanDuel, they both have life-changing money up top, one game slates. FanDuel has theirs for a $10 uh, I'm sorry for a $9 entry fee. up top to first place. DraftKings has theirs a $10 entry fee for $250,000 up top. That's life-changing money. chance for hopefully one of us can take home that top rise. We've got to be contrarian. How can we be contrarian? Let's take a look at different ways for both sites of being contrarian to get a little extra cash for the holiday seasons. Wouldn't Wouldn't it be nice to get a little extra cash in your bank account to help with those Christmas shopping wish lists that you're going to be out there shopping for? The difference between DraftKings and Fandle is DraftKings has the captain spot where Fandle is an MVP spot. The difference is, is on DraftKings you're paying one and a half times the salary for that captain spot, and but you also get one and a half times the, sal- the, the points for that spot where Fandle is you're paying the, the same amount of salary for the MVP spot as you are for the flex spot, so there's no penalty for that um, MVP spot compared to the flex spots. And also have, you also have five spots on FanDuel where on DraftKings you have five flex along with the captain spot. So for a total of six, it gives you one extra player. It gives you one extra way of being a little more contrarian. I think it's easier to be contrarian over on DraftKings than it is on FanDuel. So if we're looking at FanDuel, how to be contrarian, one way that I'm looking at, we know that Deshaun Watson, the Dondre Hopkins, and Marcus Mariota's are going to be a very popular uh, player to be played tonight. Likely all of them are going to be a mixture for the MVP spot. So one way that I'm looking at being contrarian is I want to be for sure on the Houston side of things. So I'm definitely going to take Watson and Hopkins, likely going to put Watson in the MVP spot, only because it's a half PPR league. So um, I think the quarterbacks are a little more important over there on FanDuel than they are on DraftKings, where on DraftKings is being a full PPR league. I think the position players outside of quarterbacks are a little more important to get in there for the top spot than um, the quarterbacks are. So if we look on FanDuel, if I go Deshaun Watson at the MVP spot and I right away throw in DeAndre Hopkins, all of a sudden we're looking at uh, dropping a lot of money there in just in two players. So how do we be contrarian? You're going to have to spend way down and try to get somebody at, um, very low salary-wise, and not very many people on position players are going to be having a very much, much of an impact in this kind of game. We're likely looking at someone like a Demaryius Thomas or John Jonu Smith or both kickers. But then again, you're spending a little more money there than you are um, So for the minimum, I'm looking at someone like a Blaine Gabbert. Now, hear me out. The reason why I'm doing this is because I want to be very contrarian for a tournament that we're having to beat out a h- nearly 100,000 people. So how can we be contrarian on uh, while also being very chalky with our lineup is by playing a quarterback a backup quarterback in a flex position for a team that has seen the starting quarterback go out m- multiple times this this year. We've seen Mariota get injured and leave games. Maybe he comes back late in the game, but if you can get a quarter, uh, if you can get a touchdown or two out of Blaine Gabbert, all of a sudden you have a player in there that many people are not going to look at. That's how I'm looking at being contrarian over on FanDuel because it's very difficult to be contrarian on FanDuel just because a lot of people are going to have the same lineups. You're going to a lot of times you see the first place winners being um, split thousands different ways, and you're not getting that hundred thousand dollars for yourself. You're sharing it with a thousand of your best friends. So if we're going to be contrarian. It's a little harder to be contrarian because you're not penalized for the salary. I'm looking at maybe taking the backup quarterback to be contrarian. And if, if I'm not going to be first, I'm going to be last. That's I'm willing to take that risk. I'm willing to have that uh, possibility. But then again, if the Houston Texans do knock out Marcus Mariota in the first or second quarter, all of a sudden you get a half out of the backup quarterback, and if he can come in and throw a touchdown or two, all of a sudden you have a, a, a player that you can jump all of those Mariota teams, especially if he doesn't do anything while he's in there, all of a sudden you can jump all those Mariota teams while still having the top two players in the game being Watson and Hopkins. That's how I'm looking at being very contrarian there on, dra- on FanDuel. You can also look at playing both kickers, again, with it being a half-point uh, PPR league, the kickers average about as many points as some of the players there on, on, on FanDuel. So a lot of people don't like to play the kicker just because they don't want to see a kicking, uh, field goal kicking game. They want to see points. They want to see plenty of points. So they play with their heart more than they do with their mind. So maybe, t- maybe taking the kickers is one way of being a little more contrarian as well. But I think they're going to be even a little more popular than um, Weeks Patches because of the game plan This looks to be in a defensive-slash-kicker-struggle kind of game. Now, if we look at DraftKings, you can be a little more contrarian, different ways there on DraftKings. Like I said, you're playing five flexes along with the captain spot, and plus you're, you're paying extra for that uh, captain spot. So there's different ways of going that different way. So there's lots of different ways to being contrarian. The way I'm being contrarian, I'm not, gonna, I'm not looking at the backup quarterback. That's only on, on FanDuel. So the way that I'm looking at being contrarian is I think a lot of people are going to look at um, DeAndre Hopkins or Watson as the captain spot and paying way up, or they're going to pay down a little bit and go Deion Lewis or Lamar Miller or Corey Davis as the captain spot. I'm looking at a player that likely is going to get overlooked just because of where he's sitting at, Kiki Cutie. He's the fourth highest salaried player on DraftKings. I think a lot of people are going to overlook him. They're either going to go, like I said, jump up to Hopkins or Watkins or drop down and play a Corey Davis or Deion Lewis or even a Lamar Miller over Cutie Q- at the captain spot. That's how you can be Contrurian. So if you go Cutie in your captain spot and then you run it back, and I, I think over on DraftKings I'm going to fade Watson just because it's a full PPR league. So if you want to get the best player in the game, DeAndre Hopkins is the best player in the game. Run it back with two players from Tennessee as Corey Davis and Deion Lewis, and all of a sudden you can fit both kickers. Like I said, I think both kickers are going to be Um, well involved in this game. I think this game is going to be a game where we can see three or four, possibly three or four field goals on each side. And for some reason, a lot of people don't like to play kickers. Again, I think it's because they want to see plenty of points scored in the game. So if you can get a a lower owned kicker, but I think you're also being very contrarian by playing cutie in in your captain spot as well. You can also look at maybe with this game being a defensive struggle possibility for a game, you can look at maybe taking one of the kickers or one of the defenses and put them in the captain spot and then using three of your flex spots to play the other kicker or defense. And playing all four. Play both kickers and both defenses with one of those four in your captain spot and then run it back with two of the stars, one star from each side. All of a sudden you have a little bit more of a contrarian lineup. I think if you want to be contrarian, you're going to want to avoid uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Watson, and Mariota out of your cap, out of your cap spot. I think they're going to be very, very Popular. That's how I'm looking at attacking the DraftKings and FanDuel GPP tonight. Where we're trying to beat out 117,000 players on DraftKings. We're trying to beat out close to 100,000 players on FanDuel. Got to be contrarian. Try to win that money. Try to win that life changing money. Where if I can't win it, hopefully one of you guys can. Hopefully we can take home that cash and get a little extra money in our bank account for the holiday season. That'll do it for the podcast today. Hopefully you guys have a shot at your Week Twelve victory. Hopefully your DFS, if you play DFS, hopefully you had a profitable week. Pro, Profit? I'm sorry, profitable weekend. Hopefully you have a nice Monday night game tonight. Enjoy the game. Enjoy the Tennessee Titans and the Houston Texans. And if you have not followed us on Instagram, please give us a follow: Fantasy Football Underscore Genius Underscore. Follow us on Twitter. We are at Fansports And if you have not checked us out over on our website, please give us a look at www.fantasyfootballgenius.com where we have all your DFS and season-long league needs where winning isn't everything, it's the genius thing. Hope you guys have a good Monday. Hope you guys enjoy the game, and we will see you guys later when we get ready for week 13 and getting ready for the push for the fantasy football playoffs. Have a fantastic Monday night, and we will see you later.